Welcome to Still Talking Uncut. I'm your host, Big Easy. Joined by my co-host, Sean Rigsby. We got a special, special show tonight for y'all, man. We've got what we had. He'll be back. All right, he's back. We got a full panel. We got a whole show. We we got the cast from an entire episode of Master Distiller on here tonight. You know, it's it's amazing. I'm excited about this. We're going to hear the dirt on Sean. Um, Hopefully they got a good one. And, and, you know, we don't want to learn too much about him. We already know enough. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to the show, Mr. Moonshiner Scott. Welcome to the show, Mr. Thomas Williams. It's an honor and privilege to have you here tonight. So really look forward to hearing y'all talk. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just been a long time. Of course, easy to I know Thomas isn't drinking anything because he's driving. I don't know about the other two. So, so what y'all drinking on? We can't hear Sean. His mic's not on. Um, so what y'all drinking on? I imagine Thomas ain't drinking on nothing. He's in the car, so we're keeping it legal. <laughs> Thomas drinking on water. Anybody listening? Thomas is drinking water tonight. Yeah, see? Boom, called that. Oh, Scott, man, what are you drinking on over there? Oh, I'm drinking... Uh... Little mix up, little mix up. Can you guys hear me at all? Yeah, I hear you a little better now. A little better. Okay. Oh, block your face. <laughs> so um, I'm drinking on some apple brandy I got from my buddy at uh, Hillbilly Jam. Uh, you know, brandy's got a special place in my heart. You know, um, I will say that I have tried um, our two two of our get our two guests something they make you know and i was really really pleased with uh i I tried scott's peanut butter oh my god (laughs) oh my god man let me me get some more of that you know uh, i believe uh what was it last year at Beattyville? i brought the jar back for sean and i had it and i kept being like bro if you don't get this jar i'm gonna finish it i'm gonna drink this whole jar and you're gonna have to you know your old lady's gonna be mad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you come get it, man, or it's going to be gone. So, luckily for him, I didn't finish it off. And, you know, I was hoping that he'd have got a jar this year. I'm not sure if he did, but I'm sure if he did, he didn't share it because a lot of people are always like, I gave Sean a jar for you. And I'm like, man, I never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I know I sent two back for him uh, a few weeks ago. So, oh, yeah. See, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I got it. Okay. It's, all, it's always, I got it for you, but I'll never see it. I got it. I'm missing out. I need to jar myself. Yeah, see, see. So, yeah, Mr. Thomas, man, I've tried your uh, yeah. sweet sweet potato vodka. Whoo! You know, I, Sean handed me that, and I'm like, bro, sweet potato vodka? You know, I never had sweet potato vodka before. You know, I like sweet potatoes. You know, I mean, there ain't much that I don't like. Um, my only vendetta I have in food is cucumbers. I'll fight a cucumber. So, <laughs> other than that, man, it, it'll go down. And Man, I was really surprised at the vodka finish, the sweet potato finish on that, you know. And I'm just, I'm real intrigued to hear how how you make that, you know. So, but anyways, well, I appreciate you know, it. yeah, I've talked enough. <laughs> We're gonna let going ahead, let y'all go on ahead, and introduce yourselves, tell us about yourselves, and y'all can decide who goes first. I'll let, let you go it, first. Let Scott. It. All right, uh, Scott Moore, um, live near Chattanooga, Tennessee uh now and uh on a houseboat so nice. decided to live a little bit simpler um 
and uh, I guess I've been been doing it um, probably almost ten years now. Kind of got into it as a as a hobby, and then uh, kind of expanded from there. And uh, you know, just was fortunate enough to to get on the show with these guys, and and it, it uh, made some uh, great friends through the whole process. Nice. So, um, what was the first steel you owned? It was a seven gallon. Uh, copper steel. Nice. Uh, pot thumper worm. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Straight arm. Nice. Yep. See, that was good. Just, just enough to get you, get you wanting more. Oh yeah. Seven and a half, <laughs> you know, you pull off just enough, just enough to satisfy yourself and yep. maybe, maybe the wife, if she likes it or, you know, a buddy where you're like, dude, you gotta try this, you gotta try this. And especially when you start mixing and like, I, you know, I know I've, I've tried your, what you mix. So, you know, when you start mixing and making flavors, it goes really, it goes a lot quicker than oh, you yeah. ever would have imagined. And, oh, yeah. you know, you end up with a lot more, but it definitely goes a lot quicker when you start, uh, you start getting into the flavors and all that. So, oh, yeah. uh, um, Thomas, would you like to tell us, um, you know, about yourself a little bit? Of course. So Thomas Williams, I, really got my start on the show like um during filming i don't even think i had started really getting into the nitty-gritty of it so very new to the to the game but um let's see as you know we do the sweet potato vodka gin and then we'll have a bourbon out um next mm-hmm. year but first still that i use is actually almost identical to what i built myself on the show uh, which is kind of the reason i built it um yeah, I remember that in your episode. Like, I've seen y'all's episode a little more than everybody else's, uh, just because you know I like to watch it so I could give Sean shit about shit that he did wrong, <laughs> or, or whatever stuff like that. You know, normal shit. But yeah, uh, oh yeah. So, so you're talking um, plates. You're talking uh, pot plates, and yep. just straight straight to the condenser. Because I remember yep. on the show that's that's the one that you chose to build was with plates. You know. Love plates, they have they have their thing. Oh yeah, and I think that was probably fifteen or twenty gallons. Um, I don't know exactly, but that's how big the one that I had have at home. Now, um, you got do you have heritage? Any of heritage, right? Like, no. uh, there's a heritage to it, but I didn't know there was a heritage to it until down the road. So I don't have any old recipes mm. I can go off of. Um, it was kind of one of those, not secrets, but just something that wasn't talked about. You hear that quite frequently, you know. Now, when, like, when my kids get older or this generation gets older, they'll be like, "Yeah, my dad made moonshine. Oh, we gonna make videos. He was on TV and shit." You know? like, Sean's kids, like, my dad was on TV. Like, you know, we talked about it. It's all we talked about. They show me all the time. So it's it's a lot different, you know, to think yeah. about how, like, like when, like. I, I had no heritage in it, but like if that's what it was when you were a kid, then you would have never known because your parents didn't talk about it. They made sure you didn't know about it unless you took over as you got older. So it's just going to be so much different in, in the steps of, you know, how my kids and my grandkids are going to talk about things that I've done or, you know, Sean's kids are going to talk about him. It ain't going to be like if somebody asks him if they're making moonshine, if, if, um, you know, they've ever talked about it. It's going to be like, man, I grew up around it, you know, it's here right. and there and there. So it's just, it's different to think about. So very different world. Um, 
Oh yeah. So what was the um, what was your first I, I the first thing you ever So what was the first thing you guys ever fermented? Is what Sean's asking. What was the first? Oh goodness. Um, for me personally, it was a big pot full of sweet potatoes. <laughs> I think yeah. that was the very first thing. <laughs> Jumped in feet first, like sweet potatoes. <laughs> I did a uh, George Washington rock. Y'all come out swinging, man. Nice. Hey, go big or go home. You if you damn gonna do it, right, you gotta man. Do it. That's the way it is. I like, I like to hear that. A lot of people, it's like, I, just, I did corn sugar to start out. I, I, did, I did corn sugar to start out. It's like, man, I did sweet potatoes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a mission. I had a specific goal I had to get. Amazing, man. Amazing. Um, so when you, all right. So when uh, when you first did the uh, the sweet potatoes, what was straining them a bear? Like when you went to strain the the, the potatoes out, like what what was you like? Damn man, I I don't know about no one was on the show. <laughs> yes, very difficult um, on the show. I'm thinking my process has definitely evolved, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it lots of pots and lots of strainers and many hours oh. of, of tears. But um, we, I was going to say, we actually distill with the uh, whole, oh, I don't do any straining before my uh, stripping runs. But um, now my cooking process, I mashed it up enough to where I don't have to do much straining anyway. Yeah, nice. Potatoes, man, it's. If you ain't never done potatoes, do them. You know, do them and, t- and come back and tell us what you think. You know, let you know unless you got a jacketed still, man, you're in for a treat. You know, if you're, if you're trying to run old school like we do, just in a pot with clean on fire or heating elements, like go on ahead and make you a potato vodka and let us know. Come on back, and I love to hear your story. <laughs> exactly. It's definitely a learning experience. But that's really cool. You know, you uh. You had something that you wanted to do, and I, I, I see peaches getting handled in the background. Sure, <laughs> she got into your schnapps again, didn't she, Sean? <laughs> well, that's really cool, man. I really like to hear that. Um, now, on on your first run, Scott, um, any issues, any problems with um, your, your very um, first run? Yeah, the hard, the hardest, hardest uh, part is is learning how to uh, paste everything well. Um, nice. That, that's because yeah. mine was old school. Everything had to be pasted, so it it you really learn a lot with that. Um, and uh, figuring that part out the right way to make sure you get everything pasted up right. Um, yeah, you know, I, I got like, a paste style still, paste thumper, paste yeah. still. <laughs> what you talking about? You better get it right. Oh yeah. <laughs> get it right or lose alcohol but it's oh, definitely yeah. a cool way it's sure. definitely and, a cool way to run. and the other thing is always check and this happened on a bigger still but make sure if it's set for a little while to check all the <laughs> the pipes to make sure no spiders and things have built anything in there because I, I made a run and and had it pasted and, the, and it kept leaking i'm like what the heck's going on and it, it just kept on and kept on and uh 
uh, I was like, damn it. So I got it down there and I pasted the hell out of it. Next thing I know, the damn cap blew off. And I'm like, what's going on? I found out later that uh, it's clogged up. What? How'd you clog it up? Huh? A, 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 a spider or something had built something in there. Oh, up in your in one of my arms. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a great, that was a fun experience. Like a spider about took you out, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Thank God I was standing about 15 feet away when it blew. Did you get a fireball off of it? No, it's just it's just the, the liquid. Okay, gotcha. The liquid came thank, out. Thank goodness. Yeah. But I got taken out by a spider, man. Yep. <laughs> that's that's wild. So um, so you know, in case nobody nobody knows uh, what I was referring to earlier, Thomas and Scott was on the same episode of Master Distiller with Sean. So they all three competed against each other. And if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um, you'll be glad you did. And it's it's a good one. You know, it's one of my favorite ones. So, and not, and it ain't because Sean's in it. That's in spite of him. <laughs> so, <laughs> but see, he was. See if you can count the sweat coming off Sean that first, the first run. No, is that when he was hammered? Is that when he yeah. was hammered drunk? Oh yeah, you could see it. Like he was green. Like he was green. Like, he, he pale. He like it, it, was so, it was so hot there, but he was sweating bullets. Oh, I bet. Like, I couldn't imagine. I'd have been done. Like, hey, I'm taking myself out of the show. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go, man. It was terrible, man. I just wanted to sit down and be done. So, y'all, I, I couldn't imagine being hungover on top of that. So, y'all weren't like that? Like, y'all didn't get super drunk the night before filming and come in hungover? I had a few. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't on Sean's level. Nice. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> Many people gotta, were that night. <laughs> sometimes you got to let it go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I waited. First day's like, then we'll figure everything out after that. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Uh, so, I, you know, you're already there for the mash and everything. It was comfortable. It was go time. Right. <laughs> so he had already been there. He mashed. It's been about four or five days. And then you get ready to go in to run. And it's like, hey, you know what? We're all family now. It's time to get it. It's turn up. We turn it up tonight. <laughs> That's right. That fire pit outside was about the death of all of us. You know, a lot of people say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that from quite a few people that that fire pit's the devil. Oh, yeah. So hold on. Didn't Sean say that? Uh, didn't you say Scott tapped you on the arm uh, and it was like, "Hey, man, you know we got to be at filming at six o'clock in the morning." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was Scott. I try, I try to take care of it in the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> that's the widest hallway I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took you longer to bounce from wall to wall, didn't it? Oh yeah, that's awesome. Down it. Well, I took a country mile on the way down. Stop by the vending machine and everything else. I get it. I get it. So, <laughs> all right. So to rewind a little bit, um, how did you get on Master Distiller? Did you apply? Did I call you, um, Thomas? So one of the casting producers reached out to me via Instagram and then encouraged me to apply and kind of, it went from there. Awesome, awesome. So you have, uh, I imagine you have an Instagram. If you want to plug it, go ahead. Uh, I'll plug the distillery, Delta Dirt Distillery. Um, My man. You can follow there, or you can follow me at twilly3. 
Um, But the funny part is I think I had maybe posted one or two things about even being a distiller. And Mm -hmm. from that is how she found me. That's all it takes sometimes, you know. Scott, did you apply or? Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, that that's kind of some friends of mine who tried my stuff. It's like, man, sent me a link said you need to apply for this and probably that peanut butter. So I I applied and um <laughs> and uh, got a call back and went through the the interview process and got on there. Nice. <laughs> now, uh, Swan was just dug a name out of a hat or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think he he paid some beat. He definitely greased some palms to get on there, or, or somebody owed him a favor because he helped him hide something or somebody. I don't know. We're not going to ask questions, you know. It's right. what happened happened. It is what it is. Anyway, worked out in the end for him. <laughs> That's right. Oh. So when you guys first, you know, you're on there and um, you get there, you first met Sean. Was you, you know, what'd you think of him when you first met him? Like, uh, I, uh, I thought. I mean, I thought everybody was cool. I think everybody was a little kind of, uh, you know, um, trying to figure everybody nervous. out. Nervous. I was like nervous. Yeah. yeah. So well, one good night around the fire pit, and you know, I'd imagine everybody becomes yeah. a little more friendly. And, and you get to sit. I mean, the cool thing is we got to hang. Uh, well, kind of hang out between takes because of covid but we still got to sit around and talk and that's i think that's where we really kind of got to know a lot about each other is during that time in between the filming just sitting around at, at the at the place and, and talking to each other and learning about each other absolutely yep. yeah that that was the, the coolest thing of the whole ordeal is just getting to know everybody you yeah. know and not only that but i mean you make lifelong friends you know and you know, like Lorenzo, I, I didn't know shit about bourbon. And you, you get there and you hear Lorenzo start talking about bourbon. Oh yeah, he's a walk encyclopedia. Oh yeah. Yep. So what was y'all's favorite thing? Um on filming and stuff or mm-hmm. um I guess just making it it's seeing the end result because you're kinda worried about like can this really happen in four hours can i really get what i want out of there is the, is the everything is the match really going to work and to finally get a get a product out and to get one on on the second round that the judges really liked that that was cool for me yeah cool seeing how it's done and cool seeing the i mean wait until air date it's like I'm also surprised at what the end result of this is. I, I mean, I was there, but also, hmm, how does this, uh, how's it going to turn out? Yeah, I think one of the things I wish they, I wish they had to cut so much of our stuff out. We had some pretty good dialogue and stuff while we were making Mash and and while we were ru- yeah. making our runs. That and I know it's for TV, but but we had some pretty cool and funny moments that happened, and, and they cut out a lot of that. They, they should have like um, unedited versions and yeah, just like, yeah. let you watch hour long, you know, two, right. three hour long episodes on right. on Discovery <laughs> Plus. Like, hey, put that on there, Discovery Plus, and yeah, I'll pay for Discovery go. Plus. <laughs> so I watch them. There'd be a lot of be seeing a lot of me looking like this. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. Right. So, did, did anybody slide a bucket next to Sean? Like, this is you, buddy. 
I'm here. I'm here for you. Shit, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't really know how bad he was until after the fact. Same. Yeah. That's I mean, he, he hit it pretty well. Nice. Other, than, other than the sweating part. Handed like me. <laughs> I'd have been laying man, on I'll the tell floor. You, it, was, it was so hot in there, man. Oh, yeah. I worked yeah, at like, like a warehouse, like a warehouse, like a, a, a metal well, it, barn. It's, it's Sugarland's new barrel house, I guess, that they built down there, but it wasn't finished all the way. And um, so they had the big fans going. But every time you started filming, they had to turn them off. Right. So if you so when they were filming, because they were filming multiple episodes at one time, and so you'd be sitting back there just dying, just sweltering while they were filming the other ones because the fans were off. Oh. Yeah. Not my favorite part. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But uh, so Thomas, talk about uh obviously you you know you you uh the head distiller at Delta Dirt and uh where's that in Arkansas? It is in Helena, Arkansas. And if you don't know where that is, it's because it's a small town um right on the Mississippi. So if you know where Memphis is, uh you can get to Helena in about an hour from there. Um okay. but yeah, so I kinda started this journey just being asked to figure out how to turn a sweet potato into a vodka. And I was in that journey when the show came about. So then I kind of took a detour, did the show and came back. And uh, I want to say a year and a half later, got that recipe figured out and kind of snowballed from there. So we're about two and a half years into it now. Um, yeah, we finally opened the distillery in what April of 2021. Sweet. So, so how much, let me ask I know y'all are asking questions, but hey, you go how, ahead, much, man. how much did being on the show help you get your other stuff or develop what you're doing? Or I did mean, it? outside of even just the publicity, it helped me tremendously learning from like y'all. Cause like I told you, I was brand new to the game. I had no idea what I was doing. So even doing that was a huge leap for me to be able to learn from y'all. And that was kind of how I t told myself was, I'm going to go on here and try to learn as much as I can um, to help what I'm trying to do. Um, but the timing of it was pretty perfect. It aired in February of 2021, and then we opened in April. So the timing actually worked out pretty perfectly. Thank you. Well, what, what was your mash bill on the show, Thomas? The mash bill? I'm trying to think. What did even think, back uh, then... I, think I know it's sweet potato and corn. corn, yeah. Yes. So I had that's the same similar recipe to what I have now. Mm -hmm. um, it's sweet potatoes and corn for the vodka you guys have tried, um, but the ratios are a little bit different now. And the process, of course, is a whole lot different. Yeah, I still haven't got my bottle yet. <laughs> I'm gonna I got to try. I got to try. That was it. So. But, um, did you did the the time frame that you had to mash in? Uh, give you either of you any issues um in that mash time um uh, not really since i had to kind of do a lot of legwork for it anyway i don't think it was too stressful mm -hmm. no my mine ended up mashing in fine it was um better than i anticipated i, I was really worried about the time frame mm -hmm. um, I imagine. and and that That's and how hot that building was getting 
I was worried about the yeast down the road. Like if it got too hot in there, if it's going to mess something up, that was a, cause I mean, it was hot. I mean, mm-hmm. um, in there. So that, you know, but it ended up being okay. So now you guys both converted. Go ahead. No, you're good. Your, your question's a lot better than mine. I was just going to bust your ball. So go ahead. What'd you say? <laughs> I was going to say, did, you guys both uh, converted your starches, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had I had a little bit of sugar. I didn't have as much sugar as you brought. That's exactly so, what I was going to ask. Was you, <laughs> dude, I'm just I'm just getting it out of the way. I'm just you read my there mind. Was, there, Scott. Hey, there wasn't any sugar left in the stores in Ohio when he let, got there. I know I couldn't find any. I was like, holy cow! <laughs> I was going to say, man, I didn't, I, I didn't know for how much sugar he brought. <laughs> it was making alcohol, huh? Ain't that right, yeah, there's, Sean? There's quite a bit. It was going to make alcohol one no. way or another. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I thought of it, and it just spread to y'all. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> so, do you guys do any um, like flavored uh, liquor out there, Thomas, or is it just like cocktails and stuff like that? Um, so I haven't gotten into the flavors, just the vodka. Have a gin that's out now, but um, haven't really done any kind of one-off flavors for the bar. Uh, mostly just cocktails, but I'm I'm starting to play with that a little bit more now that I have a little bit more time. Since I'm not the only one doing the distilling work, I, I can play around with some other stuff. Are you, when you're running that gin, are you running through plates and then a basket? Yep. yep. Run through so, plates and then a basket. Yep. And uh, what's uh, what's your what's your base on on that bill? Um, so it's not sweet potato base; it's a uh, corn and wheat blend on that one. Nice. I like the wheats so and then uh your bourbon how um is that is that a bourbon that you guys made when you first came out and it's been aging um yeah something yeah nice. so it is something we've been aging since shortly after we opened up um which is a little bit later than we wanted to but the sweet potato vodka took us in a different direction so kind of mm-hmm. had to regroup and and take some time to get that launched so yeah we're looking at early 2024 for a release date on that. Nice. Hell yeah. So have you guys talked about expanding any? I've seen you guys just got that new uh, bottle on. Yeah. So now that that is in, not quite functional just yet, waiting to fully calibrate it and test it. But then we can ramp up these uh, launches in different states. Um, right now I'm looking at Atlanta and Chicago. Okay. Yeah. What about uh? Go ahead. No, go ahead. So so long time coming. Sean finally got his. Yeah. uh, Sugarlands. How did that launch go? Because I that was was cool. I I am disappointed it wasn't pink though. (laughs) I really wanted it to be pink. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) It almost was. (laughs) <laughs> it almost was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it uh oh you go ahead and tell the story if you want there, Scott. Not at all. I, 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 won't, I, won't, I won't keep that from no, go ahead. about uh So anyway <laughs> we <laughs> So we were running at Sugarlands and uh filled up the gym basket, you know, and <clears throat> it was running and and uh, Greg's like, hey, 
turn the, the steam up half a turn. So thanks, Stephen, or whoever reached over and turned it up. And when it did, it started blowing the juices from the uh, gin basket over. It was coming out pink, man. I mean, pink, pink. <laughs> and the, the, the dude from Sugarlands, he's, you know, just got his phone out and just videotaping it and everything. And as soon as we get to uh, Batyville, who did you tell? Or you come up to me and you're like, what's up? Uh, who was uh, it? Travis? Oh, it was Kenny. Kenneth, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yep. And he comes up and says, what's going on, Travis? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I had to. Like, man, I puked it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> is that the first time you've ever had a still puke on you? Actually, it is. It was, and, yeah. Figures, right? <laughs> figures, um, right? Figures. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. It's what so. it is. Yeah. So, but, Scott, you make yeah, you make some mixed flavors? I do. A I'm working. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, um, I'm hoping some things are going to work out here soon in the near future that I can uh, start getting it out to people in the stores. Nice. Heck, um, yeah. I'll, I'll be hopefully working with um, – well, I'm going to be working with Chuck at Dalton Distillery down in Dalton, Georgia, which I, you guys know him. I think y'all had him on here a while back. Yep. Great. Yeah. Great uh, we had his son. Fun. Yep. Him yep. and Trey, they, they're awesome. Um, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if any of y'all ever did, but got got to. Uh, I had good fortune to meet his father, um, and uh, and he's awesome. He, he he could tell some great stories about, you know, when he did stuff and everything. And um, but Chuck Chuck's taking it on from him and. And um, running it, he's they're getting stuff out. So hopefully, I can can uh, be a part of that process with them and, and get it out here in Tennessee and even in Georgia. Oh yeah, that'd be super cool. Yeah. Good luck. Let us know. Uh, I will. Do you know what flavors you're pushing for? Um, the first, the first five that that we talked about was um, is uh, cotton candy, orange cream sickle. Mango habanero, pineapple jalapeno, and then the the clear that I made for the show. Nice, love it. Did I hear peanut butter in that? No, I tried. I didn't hear no peanut butter. I was wondering. <laughs> maybe you should have let them try that. Like, look, just try this. And and uh, they they did, but they 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 went for the other two other ones. No, um, the, that, uh, that'll be down the road. Hopefully, I can get it get it convinced to get that one in there. The mango okay. habanero, did I try? I think I tried that in, in Beattyville one year. Yeah. If it's a, maybe. Like, I don't remember names, but I remember liquor. So. <laughs> Good or bad, right? <laughs> you damn right. So. Well, I've, I've, been, I've been to all the Beattyville ones, so it may have been. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen you there like the past three years, yeah. I think. So it's good times. So. Uh, so, what's your guys' uh, take on yeast? Are, are you guys real like yeast snobs, or do you, you know, I mean, is, some people use bread yeast, some people use turbo yeast. You know, some people use daddy or daddy or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I usually use. Um, I mean, I've used bread yeast and stuff. I like this. I like the the daddy of the distiller's yeast. Mm. Um, I've had good success with that. Now, for the show, um, I used a vodka turbo yeast. Um, because I was worried about the, the the time frame on how if it would get you know if I could get enough out of it in times, and it ended mm -hmm. up working well. I don't use turbo yeast typically, but mm -hmm. 
right. just for that, I did. And did you like so, the flavor that that turbo yeast put off? Uh, it, was it was it much different than normal? It it really wasn't that much different. Um, it, it turned out good. I mean, um, Sean tried. I mean, all those guys tried it. Um, I mean, it turned out it turned out good. Um, nice. I, I was I was really I was I was skeptical. I, I was like, man, this is gonna suck. It's gonna be you know, it's gonna screw my match up because I've really never used it. Because I mean, you know, I mean, how we're doing it. So I was I, I was really skeptical. I, I didn't think it would turn out well, but it, it ended up turning out better than I anticipated. Nice. Yep, that was. Uh, I did. I, I don't recall remember you doing that. Um, using, but I feel like when we were standing in that room, we're all looking back and you yeah. know trying to get the temperatures right. It, that that was the stressful time. Oh, yeah. for me, because you know I went and dumped in you know ninety pounds of sugar. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> It was 150. Okay, 80, don't lie. It's 80. <laughs> 85 and a half. Huh? 80's what I took. I don't know. You, you, your math is wrong. I counted like 175 pounds of bags on, on that table behind you. It kept growing. I don't too. I, I, every time they shot back, there was more bags on the table. I, I, I didn't understand where they were coming from. I figured he was well, stealing all were... sugar, like hoarding all sugar for himself. But. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of yeast do you like to use, Thomas? I am not picky. I don't know the brand name on it, but it's just a distiller's yeast um, that is very, uh, what do you call it, quite resistant. But I'm blanking on the, the term for it, but not a turbo and definitely not a bread yeast. But um, I think what, I did what? like Scott and I did turbo on the show as well. Use turbo on yeah. the show. Imagine you know, w wondering how am I going to ferment in four or five because we're yeah. never we're never put on a time strain like no never like, no. Hey. Usually I'm like I, I go out I know when it's done I don't you know I'm old yep. school I don't I don't check all the other stuff I just I know when it's ready to go yeah you get it you get, it it tells you when it's ready you yeah. know it's like it's like the old lady she tells you when you're ready yep. <laughs> you know so and that's how it is and so I could see. I, like for four or five days, I would just be, I'd be a nervous wreck. Exactly. I'd be a nervous wreck. I'd be wondering about my mash and, you know, it'd be like a, a lost dog that ran away. I'd just be thinking about it the whole time. Yeah. Wondering <laughs> until I got to see it. Oh, yeah. And what was even worse is, you know, I coach high school football too. So I had to leave after we matched <laughs> it and go home. So my stuff sat there like, you know, with nobody around, nobody watching it, nothing. So I, you know, I'm I'm coming back blind. Sean's in there throwing a potassium sorbate yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a little sorbate on here, you know. Yeah. So got a in it or something. Yeah. yeah. And you hurt my feelings. I am glad I took that uh that rye paste up there with me though. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That that was the big thing, you know. We're running, you know, because they said bring everything you need. So I didn't yeah. know what the skills were going to be like when we got there. I didn't know. You know I'm used to pasting it, mm -hmm. and so they, you know, you had the stuff where you screwed everything down and clamped it. And um, I was like, well, what if we what if we get a leak? Oh, it's not going to leak. It's not going to leak. And and the steel builders did a good job building them, but like I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, psh, you know, I'm like, holy cow! And then I think Thomas has started leaking. Sure did. At one point, so I had to go. I had to go. Yeah. Pay, we pasted yeah. his, 
Like we're pasting all of them up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had a few those, issues. Yeah. Those yeah. those compression fittings, the first couple of times you use them, they work just fine. Mm -hmm. But oh, so many times you use them, they get warped and that. And yeah. You know, you, I imagine you guys aren't using any Teflon tape on your threads. And it's just like. And we didn't have gonna, any. Yeah. No, they're, not they're, there. they're going to leak, man. So you better have your paste ready. Like, yeah. I don't they care came what. Out, tighten them up, tighten them up. And I was like, dude, it ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> you can twerk them all you want, man. I don't That's care what right. kind of steel you're running. You should always have some paste on hand just so you could throw together real fast because you never know, especially when you're doing it backwoods style. You just never know where it's going to leak from. It doesn't matter. You got tri clamps or not. You just never know, man. Better to have it and not need it, you know? Absolutely. Right. And, and check, check like your lines sugar. for spiders. Yes. <laughs> I don't, it's better to have. I don't know about that much, though. <laughs> like, I see Sean up in the hotel make, making jellies. He's like, oh, Sean's making jelly in his bathtub. <laughs> oh, shit. So, Thomas, what uh... – what made you guys decide to use uh, sweet potatoes in in your guys's vodka? Uh, um, because we have a family farm, grow a lot of sweet potatoes on it, so why not okay. use that for something else? Um, of all things, vodka. But yeah, that's kind of what sparked the idea of the whole distillery, really. Hey, it's get you a bottle of that sweet potato vodka. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> you don't lie. Like, <laughs> Get you a bottle of that sweet potato vodka, man. It's it's wild, like you know. If, if you ever send Sean a jar or a bottle, send me one. He won't give it to me, but at least I know you sent it to him. And, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean, if you ever make it down there, buy me one and give it to me a year afterwards. I'll be glad. So here I'll we go. No matter what, <laughs> it'll make its way to you eventually. I, that's all I care. As long as I get one taste out of it. Who knows how matters. full it I'll gonna say it may or may yeah. not be full. I'm cool with that. So <laughs> no problems here. So um you know what what was y'all's biggest takeaway from uh being on the show and competing and getting your, your liquor judged by, you know, I'm sure guys you've seen on TV respect. So that's a good question. The fact that they liked it. Like my second run, that, that that they really liked it, um, but I guess still the biggest the biggest takeaway for me is my friend the friends I made, man. Because hey. we've hung out now, I've hung out with with most all of them uh, quite a bit, and and that's been the coolest thing um, from it for me. Lifelong, you yeah. know, lifelong oh, yeah. friendship, knowledge gained, and a lifelong friends. Like you can't beat it, you know. That's yep. very well summed up. And you, you know, you, in this community, you could gain that anytime, anywhere, whether yep. you're on the internet, you go to a festival, you're going to meet somebody new, and they can instantly become a lifelong friend of yours just based off your your love for moonshine and making alcohol. So you know, it's it's a great thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've got friends well, all and, over and the you, now. So. Yep. Well, and and you know, like me you go to something like that and you're, if you're just sitting around the fire listening to two other people talk, you know, um, you, you learn, you know, um, like if you go down with a certain skill set, like Thomas, you know, and he runs column stills and towers, you know, I, at that time, I've never, I'm looking at that thing. Like it's a freaking alien. Yeah. 
you know? I was like, man. You know, I mean, cool. but it was yeah. so cool. And that's how I was looking at everyone else's. That was my, my comfort zone. And I'm like, I, don't, I have no idea what y'all are doing with a thumper. I don't know. Um, and the things that you learned in just that short span of time yeah. about, you know, everybody does something different. And it's just so amazing that the knowledge gained. You know, and, it, and it's freely passed along. Like anyone asks you a question, like, bro, why are you doing that? Like that. Or, you know, you could ask Scott, like, man, why are you doing it like that? And he'd gladly tell you, like, man, this is why I'm doing it like this. I do it for this reason. And, you know, not, not, no, like, no, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you. It's, you know, it's just like, this is why I do it, man. And, and, you know, and maybe some of the things you learned from them, you took back into your distilling life you know, in opening your distillery and, you know, maybe there's some things Sean and Scott have picked up from you that they're still using today. You know, that's what, that's what it's all about. You know, knowledge gained and knowledge given. Absolutely. That was kind of my introduction to how open and friendly and I mean, hospitable the distiller moonshine world is. Like I said, that was me dipping my toes into meeting other people that did kind of what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. So that was a great introduction, and I appreciate everyone. Y'all, um, my first introduction was I ran into Richard Landry in the elevator when I first checked into the hotel. So um, he gave me some words of advice as I was literally walking into the hotel. Oh, yeah. He's good news. Steve wasn't giving you advice. I <laughs> 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 That's More so, if he one. was, I don't know if I'd take it. Where's he at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, so, Thomas, what what what's up? What size still are you guys running at the uh, the store? So we are currently on a two hundred and forty gallon. Um, still, but I don't think that'll last too long. I'm sure that'll be upgraded to at least five hundred here in the next <laughs> couple of years. Is that jacketed? Yes. Are you running steam? Yep. Nice. Steam, heated, and glycol chilled. So mm. at that uh, my water issue I had on the show, not being cold enough, was very, <laughs> very, very new to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I wondered how that was going to work. Um, because, well, prior to that, I've never used a uh, shotgun. But I'll tell you what, man, those things actually, if you have enough cold water running through them things, man, you can knock down some steam. Yeah. I know, right? I learned everything I needed about shotguns when I watched Sean throw a little old shotgun condenser on a 55-gallon <laughs> drum through plates with a D-flag. And I'm like, bro, that thing's going to blow steam. And there ain't no way that little ass shotgun's going to – like, we're going to push the hell out of that. And, man, we tried to push that thing as hard as we could, and we couldn't get it to blow steam. And I was I was amazed, and I'm like, bro, you know, it, it, if you need a, a small space saving area, man, a shotgun's the way. I mean, give me a worm. I'm a worm guy, but you know, me, a, shot, a, a shotgun is the way to go if you got you got a lot and a little, you know, you got a lot of liquor and a little bit of place, and so you can't go wrong with a shotgun, man. Not at all. So did you get? Did you wind up using a D flag on the show? I don't remember, Thomas. Uh, I think I did. Yeah, I did. Because that's what I so, have. Yeah. So do you, as you're running your guys', do you run your D-flag the whole time throughout the run, or do you just run it real hard at first and then 
got it back? Yeah, so I actually have two. So I have two individual columns, um, one on top of each column. So I do run them both, and then I just dial the second one back. Um, basically, all of them at first, and then kind of dial it back um, and let it pass through the second one to actually get some some liquid out. But um, yeah, so like I said, those are not new to me. That's kind of all I knew. I didn't realize there was a setup that didn't have that on top of it. I didn't know there was a, like I said, very See, when narrow we're, scope when I started. I was thinking when when um, we were coming there, I was like, well, what, what are we running? And they're like, well, 20 gallon pots. I'm like, okay. So I thought from seeing, you know, the season one that it was going to be just right off the bat, you were going to have a, a, a vodka tower right, on it. And I was like, man, I don't know nothing about these things. So hopefully, hopefully I show up and someone will teach me. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I wasn't about to grab that some parts for that thing. I was I like, think, there ain't no way. Hey, you was the first person to build, you know, to use plates and grab that. It worked in my power. No one and, wanted it. I'm like, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, They're I like, what are you I getting? sure didn't. <laughs> I like <laughs> I, I don't. I don't mind trying different things. That was a whole different comfort zone there. <laughs> I'll try a new yeast, but I ain't trying a new still. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, this oh, ain't gonna come difference. with instruction manual. I don't blame you at all. Like, Just hoses, you know, slinging everywhere. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Hey, you know, it, it, it ain't it ain't as bad as some of the stills that I've seen put together. I mean, they made shine, but it ain't as bad as some of the uh, JJ. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the stills I've seen put together, but it doesn't matter how it's put together, man. I find it amazing, you know. Like, so fascinating for sure. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. But uh, so, um, as far as your distillery, Thomas, you said you have someone else that's distilling now with you, or yeah. So since our opening, it was as you know, just me. But my brother has moved down. He was in Chicago. COVID hit. He moved down. So I taught him how to do what I do. So now I have a distiller number two to to kind of take some of the pressure off. There you nice. go. And I'm trying to my dad too. But you know. So what what's what's okay. it like working with family? No comment on that one. Right, <laughs> Next question. <laughs> got one. Finally got one. Finally got one. Next question. The next question is, are they watching? Right. No. <laughs> I'll show it to them later, the recording. That's, but that's awesome. No, it's it's fine. We, yeah. of course, butt heads, as you would with your family when you're, you know, Thanksgiving. Think about that 24-7. Yeah. So, um, no, it, it works out. We... We get along most days. You know, how awesome. You said you, know, you, you work with your father. Yep. Right. So mom, dad, and my brother. Yeah, you know, it's it's definitely, it has its amazing moments for sure, you know, just being able to, to share what you love with your family. Very rewarding. That's, I mean, at the end of the day, we're doing it for each other. So it's kind of what gets us through the. So, uh, you know, talk about that. Um your your vodka has done pretty well in, in a, with awards and stuff, hasn't it? It has. Um, over the last couple of years, it's raked up a, a few awards. Um, Two-time San Francisco World Spirit Competition, double gold. 
hoping for platinum next year. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, the American Craft Spirits Association, gold and best in class. This year was a finalist for best in class at the San Francisco World Spirit Competition. Um, among, I think it was four other vodkas. So pretty, pretty well for it to be so young on the market. Um, I'm happy about that. What's, what's your, uh, do you have like a favorite project that you work on or uh, just a liquor or? I, so I, since I've got my brother, I've gotten to transition and do a lot more of the marketing and sales and um, PR and whatnot. Um, but as far as like projects that I'm working on right now, um, I'm working on a ready to drink canned cocktail um, that I'm really excited about. Nice. Um, got some other things up my sleeve, but that's kind of the more immediate, exciting thing I got working on. Okay. Now, is that something that, um, can, can you just immediately, well, not immediately, but like, I know you have to have liquor licensing and stuff to just distribute, but like is something yeah. like that easier to distribute than say vodka? Not really. Cause since it is liquor based, you still have to follow the same liquor laws. So I'm, I can't just immediately jump okay. out and be in grocery stores and whatnot. So it still falls in the same slow but steady growth. But with that one, it might be a little bit easier since um, it'll be canned off-site. I can kind of see the product, have it canned, and send back to me. Yeah. You said you're in Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. Now, um, what's it like dealing with the state there? Because like here in Ohio, it's you know it's state control and it's a bear. Not quite state controlled, but the laws are still very much back, not backwards, but just outdated. Um, just very much outdated. Still a lot of dry counties. Beer and wine have are years ahead of where spirits are mm -hmm. in the state, so they can ship direct to consumer. We can't. Um, just other little minor things that make it tough to to grow as distillers in the state, but. Mm -hmm. There's more and more coming that's kind of helping push that along. Starting to see a lot of states uh, starting to repeal those old prohibition laws. You know, uh, and it's like, come on, y'all hurry up. <laughs> you know, like, hurry up and repeal those laws, man. Let us make things a little bit easier. So um, we got a question from uh, Lisa Day. She wants to know, what's the story with your gin? Like, and how, how do you do it? Um, you know, how, how did you first decided that you want to make gin yeah um so the gin story isn't really a story it was always part of the plan it just kind of got delayed it was always going to be a vodka gin immediately <clears throat> into bourbon later um but the gin got delayed again with the popular vodka things kind of took a back seat to that to, until we felt the immediate demand but um the more kind of story and important thing about our gin is kind of the the heritage and the story behind its name it's called tall cotton gin um and it gets its name from just an old saying from both my parents their grandparents used to say um, things are going good you're standing in tall cotton um and even further than that the way that we're even able to do what we're doing is from my great grandfather purchasing our farm out of sharecropping in 1949 um, in doing so, he sold his cotton to a different landowner 
got what that cotton was worth, but also did moonshine on the side to pay for that land. So that's that heritage coming in. But once he purchased that land at a sharecropping, never did moonshine again, never touched it. It kind of just was never talked about again. So um, kind of the tall cotton name kind of ties back in that that heritage and history. Um, the, the people that are sacrificed and did the brave things to be able to do what we do now. What, what, what a great way to, you know, carry it on, you know, through your hard work now and what you've established and, you know, and maybe, maybe this is something that your, your great grandkids are still doing later on down the line and they're talking about you, you know, so. Right, one day it'll be that, that great grandfather, won't I? So. <laughs> Hopefully we all are. Great, great. So <laughs> except for Scott, he's got a face only a mother could love. That's right. I, I know that I know that feeling, man. I know that feeling. Like when you when you live this way your whole life, it just doesn't bother you anymore. Yep. You're just used to it. So that's right. uh, that's how it is. But so so, what's your guys' favorite thing to drink? That we make or to drink in general? No, just just to drink in general, then make. I guess depends. Um, I like a lighter something when it's hot out, like a vodka or something. Um, in the winter, I'll drink a bourbon. Okay. So it just depends. No. What kind of bourbon are you talking? Like a weeded bourbon or a... um, different one. I like to try different things, so it just depends. Um, what I run across, I've got different things people suggested along the way, and I'll try something and like, okay, that's good. I'll drink it. You know, uh, probably a go-to. Um, you know, Maker's Mark's good. It's a weeded, um, and then um. I don't know. Just just to keep around, probably a bullet or something. Just if I want something quick, um, nothing crazy. So, what about you, Scott or Thomas? Um, I'm trying to think. These days, I've been trying to get more into gin cocktails, so I've been playing around with okay with that. Man, um, I never so do. Were we there with uh, Tom Spizak, or did he just leave when we went down there to film? Do you guys remember? He was, I don't think he was there when we were there. Okay. Speaking of that, because I went to uh, went over to his house. He, he lives right here, I don't know, about 40 minutes from me. And uh, he ran a, a uh, vodka tower. And he was showing me how the D-flag and all that shit worked. And, uh, but he Wouldn't had a basket on wasn't that a sugar wash? Wasn't that a sugar wash? Yes. Let me interrupt you. Yes. I just figured that was yeah. that was prone to the story. <laughs> Believe it, you know. Imagine that, me being around the sugar, right? Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, it was it was really cool, man, because I've never messed with gin or anything like that. And he had a bunch of all these little botanicals in this little bowl with the little you know what I mean? And it, it was just cool as shit. But man, it, it's amazing how or the flavor that that comes through with that. Okay. Yeah. I've tried several people tried to do too much with gin. 
it's like it's too complex. They got all this other stuff in there, and it's like uh, it, it gets to the point where it's like you're trying to figure out what you're what you're drinking. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, Thomas, is your guys is for your for your gin is, is your base spirit um, the uh, sweet potatoes and corn, or is it just a no? Sugar it's a, a corn and wheat blend. Corn and wheat blend. Sorry, um, that's what the base okay. for that one is. Um, and I really like that blend because it does make it a little bit more airy on the mouth. Um, so it's not so like the sweet potato base. When I tried it, it was a little bit too much, too much on the mouthfeel and kind of made it a heavier. I wanted a more light, airy gin. Um, so that's kind of why I lean towards the wheat instead of sweet potatoes. Do you get any of that dryness from the wheat on it? Uh, a little bit, but not too, too much. That's what I like. When it's wheat, I'm always like, heavy wheat. Give me a heavy wheat. I want it so, he- yeah, I want it so heavy like a dry wine. And so I'm all, I like wheat and stuff, man. That's why I'm always like, how dry is it? Like, to make you want more. To make you want to keep drinking it. Like, so that's always, you know, my, how is it? When you say it's real light, you know. Yeah, I'd say it's light and very well balanced. Um, anyone that lives outside of the few states that can't be shipped, I would say check it out on Reserve Bar and order a bottle and, and check it out. I'm going to have to get on there. Oh, yeah. I can order a bottle. <laughs> there are certain states that I'm just like um, Alabama. I don't think Ohio's on that list. Mississippi. Oh, I would imagine not. Yeah. Georgia. You know, Ohio, Ohio ain't on no list except for the, the list of don't move here. <laughs> so, so Alan Bishop's uh, Apple brandy. I went to the local, uh, what you call it, and I was like, "Hey, do you have this?" And they're like, "No, we can order it." I'm like, "Okay, well, we ordered. And they never fucking ordered it." <laughs> so I had to go over to Indiana. Well, there was a, a whole other story. <laughs> uh, I actually went to Maggie Valley, then left Maggie, and then went there one time and got some. But three and a half hours out of the way, though, it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> Oh shit! But uh, so Scott, I know you talked about some flavors that you're thinking about coming out with. Just talk a little bit more about that. Um, well, I've I've kind of worked on um, coming up with my I, flavor stuff is so much easier to post flavor everything. Um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, you just you're not going to get the flavors you want distilling it no. uh, truly. No. Um, and so I, I've figured out, um, how to, uh, make my own flavors to where they're, I'm, I can replicate it pretty easily every time. Um, and, and that's the, been the cool thing for me because I've got a lot of people that like it and, and your wife, for example. Um, uh, so first thing Here she she sees me with peanut butter. <laughs> the first thing I asked, you know. So when when you when you make these flavors, are they all the same proof, or is it like, man, this this flavor tastes better at this proof? I try to make them all uh, the same proof. I try to get them as close to seventy as possible. Um, it's still got a little little kick to it. You yeah, know, and, a lot of times and, you see them flavors are a little lower. Yeah, and here here's what I've kind of figured out as I've made my flavors because I after being on the show and, and you guys can attest to this people come up all the time here man try this try this 
is the stuff I made. And, and, and I've tried some stuff that's been pretty good. And I've tried some really bad stuff along the way. Um, but, but the first thing I always ask them, because they're like, man, this is 120 proof. Well, you know, whatever flavor it is. I'm like, well, does your wife or girlfriend like it? Well, no. I'm like, well, then I don't, I don't really want to try it then. Because mm. if, 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 if they like it, then it's going to be good. It's going to sell. It's your market. It's, that's, right. it, that's your market because if she likes it, he's going to buy it. Yep. That's what I found out uh, down and the road. But, he, but I want he, something. I, I, want, I, I like trying to put stuff together that everybody's going to like and enjoy. I don't want it to just be geared to one um, a group. I, I yeah. want everybody to be able to enjoy it and, and like it. I mean, I know everybody's not going to like everything, and that's fine. But I want it to be try to make it to where – if you want to drink it straight over ice, you can drink it straight over ice. If you want to mix it, mix it with something, you can mix it with something. So that's what that's my philosophy as I'm putting flavors together and coming up with stuff. And I've got people that's had mine. This is kind of annoying to me, is and I know that's the way things are, but I've had a couple of places that are distilleries and people at those distilleries have tried my stuff, and then the next thing I know, they're coming out with the flavor that they tried for me. Uh, it's you know, it's definitely a very uh, a very copycat um, yes thing. Like alcohol is a very copycat. If you come out with a new flavor, um, somebody's going to take it, and you know, you come out with new ideas, somebody's going to adopt it. Yep. You know, it's it, 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 you know, I could see <laughs> you're like, man, what the hell, man? <laughs> like, come on. So, so like, I'm hoping I'm hoping I can get mine rolling soon, so that I put a stop to some of that. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, but at the same time, if you make yours and it's way better than theirs, you know, that's that in itself. It's going to be it's going to be it's known. You're like people talk, you know, like, oh, you got to get that one. I like that one much better. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, like I like a certain uh, banana pudding sipping cream better than a different one. Right. You know, and it's just like that's just the way it is. You know, it doesn't matter who makes it. I like that one better. I don't care who makes it. And and then, you, oh, yeah, you, know, but, you, you know, talk about it. Well. Like, you know, you go to Gatlinburg and you have all these distilleries. You know, there may be like one or two that only do clear spirits or, you know, just it's a market, you know. But like Thomas, you know, they, they know the market they're playing to, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely that, that flavored shit, it definitely is a bit. Well, and, and, and you get, again, you go from like when, when I met you. You know, you're doing like, you know, fresh fruit shit where you cook it down and all that. Yeah. And I'm more familiar with the artificial shit. You know, that, that's the cool thing about all that is you have two different people kind of do it with the same goal, but doing it two different ways. Right. That is a cool part about it. Hmm. But, uh, well, you know, different stills and shit. I mean, some. Oh, Thomas, that's what I meant to ask. Do you rerun your, your spirits, or do you just run it all through one time through the uh, uh, plates? And they uh, call it done, so or do you do stripping run, reruns? I do a stripping run. So strip it first, then it gets ran one more time through all the uh, plates. Uh-oh, we're losing? Yeah, I think he froze. Uh He'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, you've been oh, putting that phone to work. 
Yeah, yes, sir. There he is. There he is. Uh, I'm back. But yeah, when you so, when you when you do your stripping run, do you strip it through the plates, or you do you just run it straight from the pot to the condenser, and then run it through your plates during your spirit run? Yeah, pot straight to a condenser, stripping run, then go through the plate during the spirit. Let's say that's what you know. I'm learning that that's what a lot of distilleries do. You know, from especially talking to Sean when he did his run and how they did it, and and so. Yeah, I think I played around with a few different ways, and that was the way that made the most sense as far as efficiency was, and mm -hmm. time, and just taste, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Try and try not to strip you, too much your flavor out. Understand? Yeah. Do you do you notice um, your cuts being much different on your spirit run? Like, are they easier to make, or they, you know, they come in at a higher proof? So they are difficult, um, or what's your no, I mean, for me, I feel like it's always, ever since I've gotten this um, kind of way of doing it down, it's been very easy to make those cuts. Um, it was very easy to teach my brother how to make those cuts, and he's not even science-minded like I am, so if I could teach him that very quickly, then that tells me that those cuts are relatively easy to make. Okay. Um. And yeah, definitely a higher proof um, for those heads for sure. Um, Freddie, I write my recipes down. That is for sure. Yeah, just not to share with people. Oh yeah, no, they are for <laughs> mine and my family's eyes only. But yeah, they're all written down in a bunch. And I think I'm on notebook number five right now. I don't write anything down. It all stays up here. As long as it's not a like name, Larry. I'll remember it. So as long as it's not a name, I'll put a name to it. I'm good. I'll remember everything. <laughs> Drive Sean crazy. He'll be like, John. I'll be like, who? He's like, bro, we was just talking about him an hour ago. I'm like, well, I forgot which one, man. And he'll be like, it's so-and-so. I'm like, just lead with that, man. Tell me who it is, who we're speaking about, and then I'll know. You just can't use names. Yeah. Accept it, Sean. Accept it. No, that's uh, me. I I'll will ask your name and forget to listen. So, yeah, I get it. Bad. For sure. Well, it's, uh, I think we've had everybody on here long enough. Oh, man, I sure appreciate you guys having us. Yeah, yeah you thank you. Enough. You guys know it got took a long time. Got a good quick story before we leave that you'd like to tell? You know, something hilarious. Um, you know, me and Sean's are always, I destroy shit and he's late. And so, you know, I, I know you had, you had the, uh, you know, Scott had the spider, spider in the arm about killed him. Uh, <laughs> you have any mishaps along the way that you look back and it's just like, man, I'm glad I can laugh about that now. Um, I have a pair of shoes that are stained bright orange. Cause I spilled some sweet potato mash all over the place nice. and tried to, shut off the valve that was leaking fell so yeah just <laughs> any, yeah. Chance, any chance you had video cameras in there when it happened <laughs> yeah we, we want a video of that I deleted Made them immediately immediately you want to be you're like hey I've still got sweet potato all over me I don't care I'm going up and I'm deleting that video so nobody sees it so. immediately and there is Nothing worse than seeing just a pool of bright orange on the floor. <laughs> I don't know, man. Orange is pretty good color. Yeah. Shoes, you know. <laughs> I'm the opposite. Like, I have cameras outside, and I'll fall in the snow or something. 
I get the old lady and we go watch it a hundred times. <laughs> like, look, I fell right here. Look at that's well, hilarious. I'm sure, I'm sure y'all saw the video of uh you know, I live on a houseboat, but my neighbor had a had a leak in her boat. Um so my buddy had been in there working on it and uh he uh had left and everything and she called me a couple days later said hey can you check my camera on my boat uh she has an outdoor security camera can you and one inside she goes can you check my cameras i think the batteries are dead so i walk up check the one on the outside um change the batteries so i'm going to walk in and check the one on the inside so i'm looking at the camera to see if the if the light blinks on when you it's motion sensitive right so i'm looking at it and i'm walking towards it walking towards it next thing i know straight down four feet in the hatch he left the hatch door open and it and it and it she got it on the video she called me two minutes later she's like Are you okay i just saw you fall and i was like i think i am but but yeah it's only, like i come in you see me walking all of a sudden i disappear straight down four feet so just check your hatches if you get on the boat before you start walking down through there it looks like Where wiley coyote falling in yeah a it was it was <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, it's I, I appreciate that outro, Scott, man. Yeah. It, it was a pleasure to have <laughs> both of y'all, man. It was a pleasure to meet you, Thomas. It was awesome to talk to you again, Scott. And I always enjoy seeing you. I, yeah. I saw you at the release. It, it was yeah. a good time. Thank you. So, um, yeah, we appreciate everybody watching. Wednesday, this Wednesday, me and Sean are going to invade America and Whiskey, their podcast. Um, they're based out of Springfield. So, me and Sean are going to go. We're going to show up with some jars of liquor. We're going to get them drunk. We're going to yep. talk a little bit of shine. So Wednesday at 730, check out American Whiskey, uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, and a podcast. Um, I'll talk shine into making a making a video for it because he's good at that part. And <laughs> and so we'll be there Wednesday. Check us out. We're going to have a good time. Yep, American Whiskey. That's exactly it. Got it. We're All looking right. forward to that. We're going to show up with some jars. We're just going to shoot the shit, man, and and – we're going to have a good time. So we'll see y'all Wednesday. And again, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Thomas. Yep. It was a pleasure to meet you. Thanks for uh, helping me give Sean a lot of shit. He deserves it. Always. Uh, keep his ass humble. Stay humble, Sean. So we love <laughs> all y'all, man. We appreciate you listening. Everybody have a good night. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. And then we'll be back here next week, 9 o'clock. Everybody Sounds shine good. on. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yes, sir.